this week on Forward. We're creating snacks that are just as delicious as they are good for you so that people can celebrate eating what they love and, and feel great about it at the same time. You know, I, I made a, a small investment and I'm also making uh, an additional small investment on this crowdfunding campaign that only has right now on WeFunder, where if you want, you can put in $100 and then you'll actually get shares in this company. You can own a piece of our cookie pie. It is my pleasure to welcome to the podcast a young up-and-coming entrepreneur with a company he's going to tell us all about that I freaking love. Founder and CEO of Mli, Nick Niclario. Welcome, Nick. Andrew, thank you for uh, having me here today. Uh, so Nick and I met at a dinner last year, uh, some friends, um, and he just told me his story and I was like, wow, I freaking love this story. Uh, so Nick, you grew up in the greater New York tri-state area and became a chef. And then you discovered that there was a need for healthier food, particularly healthier cookies, in part because you had a, a weight problem yourself. I did. I did. Yeah. Um, I, I grew up in Westchester. Um, Italian-American family. Loves food. <laughs> who, who, who doesn't love food? You know, early on, I when I when I was younger, I I I knew I was gay. Um, bullied a lot in school, and I and food was so. So when you said you knew you were gay, did your classmates know you were gay? Uh, I think so. I mean, <laughs> I think they knew before <laughs> before I knew. To be honest. So 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 when did you know? I knew when I was seven. Um, and I holy shared. shit, man! They would they would they thought that before you were seven. Yeah. I, I I think so. I do think so. Dude, yeah. that's, I mean, that's rough. Um, so you knew when you were seven and when did you come out to your family? Well, my, my aunt is, is a lesbian. So I told her when I was seven. Wow. Um, and then sort of took it back for, for about 12 years. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wait, wait, so when you told your aunt when you were seven, is she like, oh yeah, I get it. And then did, she, did, did the rest of your family know? Yeah, she she was like, we knew that. <laughs> We've known that for years. The rest of my family knew, and then they they uh, followed the they followed what I said for about ten years, supposedly. So then it sounds like you came out for good for, to everyone uh, in your late teens. Yeah, when I was uh, so I, I went through like this teen teen crisis or revelation. Um, had an eating disorder at about, about ten. And uh, throughout that process, you know, healed my own relationship with food. And at about 15, lost like 40, 50 pounds wow. and decided, you know, I'm here. This is who I am. Uh, came out when I was 18, uh, right at graduation in, in Seaside Heights. Oh, wow. So how did people react? They weren't shocked. <laughs> they were not shocked. No, they knew. <laughs> so they, they knew. people were... <laughs> So were you surprised at their lack of shock? No, no. It was sort of an unspoken thing. Everyone was, was, was like, uh, yeah. But when you were ready. Yeah. Um, wow. So you'd already had a, a real journey with food, even at that point. Um, but then you went on to uh, train as a chef. I did. I did. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I loved cooking. I, I was always cooking when I was younger for my family. Um, and 
I worked with food all the time, even though I had issues with it. And my family owns, they own restaurants in, wow. in New York. And I, I started it. in food. I started in a, a Carvel in, in Yorktown. Carvel, man. Cookie puss. I was around, I was, I made a lot of fudgy. Fudgy, fudgy the whale. I did. <laughs> Anyone who knows what I'm talking about, you were exposed to Carvel ice cream ads. And it was every kid's birthday cake. It was. It was. <laughs> you made a lot of fudgy the whales. Yeah, I made a lot of those chocolate crumbles too. So, I, I mean, I loved food. I was around it all the time, and I decided, you know, I want to take what I learned, you know, with food and how to actually eat well and uh, go, in, go, into, go into a career path with food. So, I went to culinary school, um, worked in some awesome restaurants with uh, some great chefs and uh, loved, loved making desserts. They were filled with sugar. Um, they were beautiful and I worked a lot, uh, not a great work-life balance to be a chef. Uh, yeah, we hear it. They're very, very late in hours. It's like you become sort of a night owl and then you wake up, uh, middle of the day and then do that over and over. Not a healthy lifestyle. No. Oh, Um, look at this. And, uh, and and so I do want to, we're going to clue people in on Lee and the product, but, uh, but we're. So I meet Nick last year at a dinner uh, hosted by a friend of mine. It's delightful. I asked Nick what he's doing, and he tells me, oh, I, I've started a healthy cookie company. And then, of course, I was like, do you have any on you? And then he said, well, yes, I do. By the way, if you're an entrepreneur, you always have to have your shit on you. So like, if, if you answer no, you shame on you. you do. So he's carrying cookies with him all the time, and they look like something like this. And so he distributes them to everyone. And then I – so this is a peanut butter, and he's got boxes here. So then I eat one of his healthy peanut butter cookies, uh, any of different varieties, but peanut butter is my favorite. And I eat them and I think, oh my gosh, this is freaking delicious. And it feels like uh, you're treating yourself well. Um, so what is this cookie made out of? They are, uh, you're right, they're delicious cookies that are actually good for you. Yeah. Um, they're made with nuts and they're sweetened with fruit. And these cookies, they, they taste like the real thing. And uh, they have three times the protein of a, of a, a normal cookie, uh, 40% less sugar from apples, and uh, three times the fiber of normal cookies. Um, but the thing that we really focused on was you know, a, a cookie eater and a cookie lover needs to love this cookie. <laughs> well said, um, well said. Yeah. I'm a cookie lover. I mean, it's true. People probably know I have a sweet tooth. I do. And so it's one reason I love this product so much is because I actually – Love the cookie, and I feel like I'm not, you know, doing anything bad for myself. All right, so back to your story, because it's important. So, when did you first have an idea for a healthy cookie? And I know what a freaking grueling process it must have been for the recipe. And then, even if you have the recipe, starting a freaking company out of it. I mean, you've been at this for a number of years now. So, what what was that progression look like? Because there are a lot of people listening to this or watching this who might have an idea for a food product or a food company. And so I want them to get a sense as to how the heck you go from, uh, you know, square A to square, whatever square you're at now. <laughs> All right. So you're, so you're in the kitchen making sugary desserts. What happens next? It takes a long time to build a business, by the way. So I was 20, I'm 29. When I was 21, I, I was still cooking and I was in, in, in these kitchens and I was making all these raw 
healthy vegan cookies that nobody would ever eat. That's not what we sell. <laughs> um, and I, w- I wanted to start something back then when I was 21 and started selling it and then uh, d- knew that I didn't have the experience running a business. So I decided to take a break and learn for a little bit and then came back to it when I was about 25. It's been about a year in a very small apartment in Manhattan. Google was my friend, uh, taught me a lot about food science because you don't learn that in culinary school school or as a pastry chef. It's it's completely different than making these fancy uh, desserts. Um, And spent about a year on the recipe. I was obsessed with it. One could say I was sort of insane. I went through like this deep depressive state. Oh, no. How to... How to make these cookies taste amazing? No, you can imagine this. This I'm sorry image to my too. Family. No, no, image too of like Nick trashing his apartment, being like cookie, delicious cookie, and be like food ingredients all over, and be like like throwing the apples to the floor. <laughs> I mean, it's actually pretty. Though I'm sure it was depressing. It was. It was more of like a, a file bin of cookies. Very OCD. So obsessive closets full of cookies okay so then after a year of iterating like when were you like hey this one's actually not half bad and did you have friends coming to try cookies and like rating them and and that kind of jazz yeah 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 i I mean i bothered my family a lot gave it to a lot of strangers so if a stranger offers you cookies it could be Nick, no. <laughs> <laughs> probably was me. Sorry about that. If it wasn't great, <laughs> oh, no, we, uh, you know, they got better. So you eventually come up with a recipe you were excited about. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, and then shared it out with family and friends, and invested some of my own money into the the brand. Um, spent about six months writing an unnecessary business plan. Uh, sure. Hey, that's another tip for entrepreneurs: is that that business plan. Uh, don't don't waste that much time on it because <laughs> because you know the the business plan i got attracted to um with nick was meet nick and obviously nick is, is uh the sort of human being you're like oh i'd, I'd love to support um uh, an entrepreneur who's this passionate but then second you eat the cookie and it's delicious and you're like okay um and then the third thing that uh, i thought was because i know it's extraordinarily brutal trying to get into retailers trying to get shelf space um and the fact that uh he said hey no we're already actually on sale at um, hundreds of stores around the country and even when i was in the airport because i travel a lot as you know like some of the airport stores have these only cookies so if you see this and i was like holy crap he's like done the hardest parts already and i thought okay he has the product he has the passion and he actually already has distribution and so I thought this thing is going to win because as soon as people try the cookies, they're going to feel the same way I do, which is like, where has it been my, my whole life? This podcast is sponsored by Helix Sleep. I've always been a mattress guy because I figured if I'm going to do something for up to eight hours, maybe I should do it right. And Helix Sleep lets you do it right by sending you one of 20 unique mattresses that's tailored for you. I took the Helix Sleep Quiz, takes only a couple minutes, and I was matched with a Helix Dawn mattress because I wanted something that felt firm and I sleep on my back. That mattress is exactly what I needed, but strangely enough, my kids now seek out that mattress in the house and want to sleep on it even though I did not order it with them in mind. If you have a high-quality mattress, 
It is a game changer, a huge difference maker. Don't take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired magazine. It is even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com yang. That's helixsleep.com yang. This is their best offer yet and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This podcast is sponsored by ExpressVPN. A few decades ago, private citizens used to be largely that. Private. What's changed? The internet. Think about everything you've browsed, searched for, watched, or tweeted. Now imagine all that data being crawled through, collected, and aggregated by third parties into a permanent public record. Your record. Having your private life exposed for others to see was once something only celebrities worried about. But in an era where everyone is online, everyone is a public figure. To keep my data private when I go online, I turn to ExpressVPN. Do you know there are hundreds of data brokers out there whose sole business is to buy and sell our data? The worst part is you don't know what they're doing. You don't get to have your say. That's why I use ExpressVPN. Just hit one button and then your internet connection gets rerouted through an encrypted server. No one can see your IP address. You're completely in your own private internet. Every time I turn ExpressVPN on, I'm given a random IP address shared by other ExpressVPN customers. That makes it harder for third parties to track me and harvest my data. No matter what device you're on, you just hit one button and you get your own protected connection. So if, like me, you believe that your data is your business, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. Visit expressvpn.com yang and get three extra months for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S VPN.com slash Yang. Go to expressvpn.com slash Yang to learn more. So you have the recipe, you go to your friends, you put a, a little bit of your own money in, and you know, it's not like huge amounts, I'm sure. Uh, so I put in 10K. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah, as you yeah. can tell, Nick's like, you know, a uh, young uh, dude in his 20s who's a chef. It's not like he's like, you know, walking around with a giant checkbooks. So you put in 10K, 15K, and then you go to your friends and family? Yes. Yeah, yeah. My my aunt invested, um, the the one I was, t- that was telling you about. Sure. And her angel investor friend. Um, they both put 30K into the business to develop the branding. So I had 40K to start the business um, and I knew I needed to preserve that money. So I, I did all of the branding myself with some designers. It just spent time being inspired by other brands that were doing the same thing. We created this. What year was that? 2020 into 2021. Um, so uh, three years ago. All right. So during the pandemic. So for those oh, during the COVID. Yeah. Um, so, so during, so I've started a business or two, and so the, what Nick went through uh, is exactly what you're supposed to go through. So number one, you have to put your own money in, and people want that commitment, regardless of whether it's a huge sum or not. Now, let's say you were really rich, then people would expect you to put a significant sum in, because a lot of it's just like, look, 
do you believe? Are you committed? Uh, you know, is this real? Like, because if you don't lead in that way, then it's very hard for other people to follow. Really. So, 100%. so for Nick, that was a lot of money. And, uh, and it was, then it was all, it was all, all of his money. money sure. And then the next thing is you have to go to your friends and family. And this is something a lot of people are, are uncomfortable doing. And I get it. First time I started a business, it was very hard to go to my Asian parents and be like, Hey, you know, your son's starting a business. You want to put it in 25 K? I mean, it's very, very uncomfortable, but it is necessary for the vast majority of startup businesses to go through that. And it's the same exercise 100%. because if you go to an arm's length investor and say, Hey, do you want to invest in my company? And your friends and family have not invested. There's a low level. Yeah. Then they'll look at it and be like, wait, like, you know, why would I give it if you haven't gone to the people that are closest to you that love you the most? And the truth is that if you really believe in your company, you are doing your friends and family a favor by asking them to invest because it's like, look, Mumli is going to be, you know, a multi gajillion dollar brand. And if you put in your 30 K now, you're going to get many times back. So I am doing you a favor by now. Oh, no, as a young entrepreneur, it's very, very hard to have that attitude because you're, you're like yeah, sheepish and you go with your tray of cookies and then you're like, Hey, you want to invest money? I mean, so, you know, a lot of people are investing frankly out of love. You know, they may totally. believe in you. They might, they might believe in the product, but a lot of it's out of love. Um, uh, so. I mean, my my grandparents invested out of their their the stocks that they've been holding for for ninety years. Yeah, I mean, see, like, see, there's a lot of love for Nick, and yeah. like, like this, but um, it's deeply uncomfortable. But that is necessary for the vast majority of startups. So, number one, founder money, whatever it is. Number two, friends and family money, and then after you get friends and family. So, how much did you raise from friends and family? Friends and family three three hundred k. Wow. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's a fairly normal-ish amount. Um, and then after friends and family, um, and these categories can overlap, frankly, um, then it's angel investors. So angel investors are people who like to invest in really, really early stage companies. I love angel investors. If you're an angel investor, thank you. Um, and, and so that was probably the next uh, set. And again, it can overlap because you might have an angel in your friends and family network. Yeah, it's possible. There, there were angels in the friends and family. Yeah. Um, okay. So now you've got $310,000 uh, and you're building your little company. So how the heck did you get it uh, into stores, into people's hands, et cetera, et cetera? Because at this point, now you've sold over a million cookies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, <laughs> I had only, I had that money to use and to prove out product market fit. Um, and what we, I mean, we started in a kitchen upstate. We we're baking thousands of cookies. Nice. Every day, uh, driving up in the snow to bake these cookies. And we went door to door. Um, what? We went door to door. <laughs> it was right. So if a guy shows up at your door trying to sell cookies, it was Nick again. All right, it, so. it was me. It was me. And, you know, getting into retail is not easy. Yeah. How, they, how they, typically, yeah they typically want free product. So. Part of the investment is you're giving people free products. Um, wow! To to try it out, and then you're you're supporting it. You're going in and you're doing demos, and you're showing them that you care. After about six months, we realized like people really like this. Yeah. Um, but we did need to make iterative changes. This is our third recipe. It's now a million times better than it first was because we had that opportunity. When I tried it last year, was that the second or third recipe? That was the third recipe. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, that was it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we proved out the product, we saw the demand, and honestly, we're blown away by the demand that we have right now. Um, 
and we're in stores like Whole Foods and um, uh, Juice Press, uh, Sprouts, Fresh Market. Um, we just, it, it's hard to keep up with the demand, but it took years to gain that recognition and a lot, a lot of hustle and, and, and great. Wow, man. It's like uh, and demoing no, no in, in retail stores and everything else. And, and even after the success you've had, uh, where you've sold, uh, like how many boxes of cookies or what's the dollar value sort of thing? Uh, we've sold, we've made 1.3 million cookie packs so far. Um, and we've sold close to a million dollars uh, in cookies. All right, so you sold a million dollars in cookies, and yet you're still getting over the hump in terms of uh, like stocking various retailers with inventory. And by the way, this is totally par for the course in this domain because retailers are kind of jerks about it. They'll be like, hey, send me all the cookies. And then it's like, hey, maybe I'll pay you in 60 or 90 days. Like right. maybe. I and so probably won't pay you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're damn it in. And you have no choice but to be like, okay, Sprouts, Whole Foods or whatever. Like I'll do whatever you want. But then you're, you're pumping your resources into stocking these shelves and trusting. Obviously, people are going to buy the cookie and love it. But then, you know, you're sitting on your hands. 90 days, you have to produce more product. You still have to operate the business. Uh, and so this is where WeFunder comes in. And as you are listening to this or, or right now or watching this, you might be thinking, hey, I kind of want to try the cookies, which I would definitely urge you to do. Just go to Edenly.com and buy a carton, or you could go to a retailer and pick it up um, yep. if it's available. But there's something bigger going on right now that is fascinating. And I will say, first of all, uh, it's pretty obvious. I invested a small amount um, after I met Nick last year because I was like, what a great entrepreneur. I love the product. Like I, 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 I see the path. And so, you know, I, I made a, a small investment. And I'm also making uh, an additional small investment on this crowdfunding campaign that only has right now on WeFunder, where if you want, you can become an investor in this company for as little as $100. Yep. And I put in a bit more than $100, as you'd imagine. But, uh, you know, you put in $100 and then you'll actually get shares in this company. You can own a piece of our cookie pie. Yeah, he can uh, well, uh, own a piece of the cookie pie. Did you just make that up, Nick? Because that's no, pretty funny. No, no, no. You can't. I mean, who doesn't love those mall pies? Yeah, the cookie, cookie pies, pies are, are delicious. So you can yeah. own a piece of the cookie pie if you go to wefunder.com and then search for Mli. I think the URL is actually wefunder.com slash Mli. And then you put in a hundred bucks, and right now I think you're even just reserving a hundred bucks. You yep. could do more. And then you will own shares of this cookie company at a valuation of $3.8 million uh, for the investors that invest in the next two weeks, uh, January 31st of February 14th. And how much in sales do you guys already have booked from various retailers for the upcoming period? Yeah, so we have over $2 million uh, in sales secured for the next year. Honestly, we've been turning retailers and, and accounts away. Um, we're launching in uh, whole, additional Whole Foods regions, uh, Sprouts, Thrive Market, uh, Costco, um, and some other favorite favorite places where you where you, where you frequent. Yeah. So, guys, this is like your own episode of Shark Tank with me as like the friendlier than usual shark, Nick as 
the scrappy entrepreneur You're super friendly andrew oh well thank you thank you and then but in this episode you actually can get in on the deal for as little as a hundred dollars uh and 3.85 million dollar valuation uh you have you know two to three million in sales committed coming in and then the goal for this company would be for obviously i mean you're just getting started so it would grow 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 what do you see as a potential outcome years from now and i i think this product has immense potential yeah uh you know we've been we've been speaking with these these huge cookie holding companies like mondelez the oreos of the world those bastards not kidding <laughs> those bastards they get, <laughs> they get everything for free my kids love those oreos whatever you have to pay for everything soon they will love me well soon they might soon. own us <laughs> i mean look the other cookie companies and some of these better good for you brands uh they they sell on multiples of revenue um so, for example, if we're selling, you know, we're doing $10 million in a few years or $20 million, let's say 10, typically it's anywhere between six to, to eight X of, of uh, revenue. So sell anywhere from 80 million up to, you know, what we've seen with a brand like Tate's 500 million a few years. Ago. Tate's got bought for 500 million. I got to say Tate's. Dollars. Well, one, Tate's is delicious, is though delicious. probably not very good for you. Um, and two... I see Tate's everywhere now. So that actually kind of makes sense to me that yep. some cookie megacorp bought Tate's. Uh, but I, I uh, am an investor in Mli, love the product, love you, um, investing additionally in this crowdfunding round. And I got to say, getting in at $3.85 million, it feels like a, a freaking uh, opportunity. Like, of, I'm not going to say opportunity of like, it's an, like, it, it's, an unusually good opportunity because I will say, know you, know the product, know the business, understand it, and feel like this is just a situation that's totally relatable, I'm sure, to, to a lot of entrepreneurs, yeah. is that you have kind of a lumpy cash flow type situation because you have to do these big production runs and stock shelves, and you're not at a point at a biz as a business where banks are going to give you like a you know giant-ass credit line or whatnot, so you're probably just operating on you know, a small business Amex or whatever the heck, like yep. revolving things. And so now he's turning to his fans, uh, of which I'm one, and saying, hey, guys, uh, let's uh, crowdfund, uh, you know, four or $500,000. Um, and do you guys get a slice of the cookie pie? Totally. Up to the uh, up to 100K is that, that discounted valuation that goes up to, to 4.5. So uh, I mean, tell us a little bit more about uh, the ins and outs of growing the business. So you hustle, hustle, you get into some stores. Like when, when was a point where you were like, I guess you might not even have reached this point yet, but you were like, oh, like we're doing it. We made it. It's sort of like you make it and then you digress, you go back a little bit, a little bit, and then you, you, you move forward. So well, it's a pretty good iteration. I mean, like pretty good uh, way to put it. Um, and if people love you upon watching and listening to this, um, how can they keep up with you um, and the company? Do you have, I mean, are you on socials or any of that jazz? Yeah. 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 Are personally or? Oh, both, both, both. Uh, the, the company Instagram, eat M-M-M-L-Y, uh, LinkedIn. 
uh, and personally, just my first and last name, Nick, Nick dot Declario. Um, I, I'm sharing stories about cookies all the time. <laughs> okay, so now I've got a personal question. So you came out in your late teens. Are you single now? Because you're obviously, uh, you know, very, very um, eligible seeming, aside from the fact that you're like putting all your time and energy into this, this, uh, you know, small yeah. business. Uh, no, I'm not. I, I, I took four years when I, when I first started the business, I, I told myself no relationship. Wow. I'm married to the, this cookie brand. It's my baby. Both married to it and it's his baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which one's more intense. <laughs> I don't know either. I think it's not probably. Uh, and then, you know, about four years into this, I, I sort of realized like I'm a robot. A little bit of a robot. I need. I need to bring. Besides just loving what I'm doing, I need to bring some love and balance back into my life. Totally. Uh, so I'm uh, been in a relationship for about a year, dating a very normal nine to fiver. Uh, with that, the balance. It's it's beautiful to be around that balance. That's awesome, man. And that's yeah. actually another lesson for the entrepreneurs out there, uh, which is. You know, it's nourish a, yourself. It's a you marathon, know? man. I mean, it's a marathon. He's still in his twenties, um, so you'd think, oh, like you know, he can put himself through through anything. But the fact is, we're all human. Uh, you know, you, you want someone that you can uh, just watch a movie or have dinner with uh, and have a good time with, and maybe not talk about the business all the time. Totally. Then you can like <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> yeah. And I got to say, it's hard because in my twenties, when I was working in startups, um, when you're professional life is unsettled it's hard to have a to be a stable partner like i was i did not have a great you know relationship um really throughout my entire 20s mm. um in part because i was like you know just working on these companies i, I felt very incomplete um yeah. and, and if you feel that that kind of incompleteness uh you know i, I think that at least in my case like uh, women were weren't like like this dude you know, it doesn't seem exactly like uh, dating material or, or boyfriend material. And I, I probably gave off that vibe. <laughs> I get, I get it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, don't become a robot. Uh, don't kill yourself over the, the business day in, day out. Like you just need to be able to unwind. Having a schedule that makes sense too, where... Disciplined. It, yeah. Disciplined. You're, you're like, even as a discipline, it could be something as basic as like, you know what? I'm just not going to think about the business on Sundays, you know, if you have that kind of business and then, you, you know, you can, I mean, you still might answer things if you, uh, a I little mean, bit you, here and there, but yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, no. you never turn off, but you do need to create time to check out. And, you know, a huge thing for me has just been discipline and I'm building a sustainable business. So I need to be building somewhat of a sustainable life. And I think that's so important for entre entrepreneurs to realize so, so that you can go, you know, go long-term without burning out. Yeah. Do you have any other guidance for young aspiring entrepreneurs? Maybe someone even in their uh, you know twenties, like a bit younger than you. Which you know, I mean, you're very young. And take care of yourself, whatever whatever that means. Uh, meditate, exercise, focus on increasing your 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 body's natural uh, neurochemicals all the time. Keep yourself happy and upbeat. Be around people you love your family yeah mentors uh just good people that really really care about you and ask a lot of questions well nick you are on your way um i'd urge people just go to eatonly and uh try the cookie to just it'll make you feel good uh, it makes me feel good every time i have them like now my house is stocked with them 
um, and maybe keep up with Nick and his journey because I think his journey is extraordinarily positive, uplifting. Uh, I'm thrilled to be a small part of it um, and uh, thrilled to be part of this crowdfunding campaign because I, I think it's going to be a win-win-win all around. Uh, congratulations to you, Nick, for taking this on. And I, I hope you, you feel the love you know, every day, really, because you're touching people's lives in a very, very meaningful way, giving them something healthy to eat that they'll yeah. love and feel good about. I, I am. It, it's so gratifying. Um, you know, we're, we're on a mission to, to make it super easy to eat, you know, eat healthy. Cookies, it, it's a massive, massive category. Uh, it's a <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all category. get those cookies. Yeah. Everyone loves cookies. And you know, I was just, we're, we're creating snacks that are just as delicious as they are good for you so that people can celebrate eating what they love and, and feel great about it at the same time. Uh, we don't really celebrate this, but they're vegan and gluten-free and grain-free and everything under the sun. Uh, it's not, I mean, it's important to the people that, that it's important to. Um, but they're just good, good cookies. Really <laughs> That's good. funny. He's like stealth. It's like, they're vegan. I mean, they can figure that out on their own. We don't need to, you know, the biggest thing for me throughout this entire process is I had learned how powerful food is, uh, for, for, for being powerful and, and taking care of yourself and why not share it with everyone? This food industry and, and what's offered our relationship with food is, is so important. We're going through a huge shift right now. And um, we're starting with cookies and we're so excited uh, for the growth that we, that we have ahead. Um, and we're really excited to be able to offer this to, to the public um, and to have our supporters and friends uh, join in and make an impact a hundred dollars uh, makes 500 cookies um and uh, there are some cool rewards too if you invest um there might be be some events uh, near you too if you invest in a certain amount you're paying for some cookie demos in your local whole foods we're just gonna go and be slinging cookies so uh, <laughs> <laughs> as i have been uh wefunder.com slash mmm why and the, the pre-sale discount is going on for the next two weeks well congratulations to you for taking this dream this vision and getting it out into the world nick um again but proud to um, be of some help to you in getting uh this message this vision this product out uh it's just going to make people happy and healthy but really you know it, it's paying off in in ways that maybe even you can't see every day Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you for the time. Of course, man. Thank you. Good seeing you.